Welcome to another episode of Caught Between a Tie and High Heels. I'm your host, hostess, Jamie, and I am uh, doing our bio. So these episodes that I'm doing right now um, are me reading my bio that I wrote during my therapy sessions. My gender therapist um, decided that it would be a good idea for me to write my bio as it stated, or she told me that it stated, in the Harry Benjamin standard of um, standards of care. And so I wrote my bio uh, back when I was going through therapy, and I really haven't looked at it since. Um, maybe once or something, but I think the last time I looked at this was probably four years ago. So I do not remember anything that I wrote on this, and I am reading it blindly. Um in this podcast for you to listen. I embarrass myself. I depress myself. Um, I think we're definitely going to launch into some more depressing things uh, as we talk more in depth about my marriage, my first marriage to Elle. Um, We started off last week doing it and, uh, or last week, I should say, sorry, last episode. And it got me in a little bit of a dark, uh, dark spot. So I, I'm really trying not for this to, I'm really trying for this not to, uh, you know, sink me down into a hole. So hopefully it won't. Um, but again, once again, I keep saying this over and over and over again. I wrote this 16 years ago, 16 years plus. It could be the feelings that I'm describing are stuff that happened even longer uh, way before 16 years ago. Um, and I made it now. I've come a long way and I'm just basically sharing this with you. So we're, uh, we're doing this together. All right. So here we go. Um, this one is titled Beginning of the End. And if that doesn't sound like a, a cheerful topic, I really don't know what is. But let's uh, dive into the reading and see where this takes us. Elle never wanted to have anything to do with my feminine side and certainly did not want to be in a relationship with a man that wanted to be a woman. It went against every moral she ever had or was brought up to have. I didn't realize it at the time, but I was sealing a fate on on the relationship that was beginning to kill that true love by wanting to continue expressing my feminine side with her. Elle began to doubt the marriage and if she... Oh, yeah, she began to doubt the marriage and began to question whether or not she really loved me at all. There were other things that helped in the slow destruction of the marriage that were brought on by my depression and my trying to control it by me making it go away, by bearing worthless crap and running up my credit card bills. Um... It wouldn't, I wouldn't tell Elle about any of those purchases, and I hid the bills away from her. Um, I hated uh, what I was doing and what I was becoming, but it was only for a small, um, a small sense of satisfaction each time, and then it would go right back into doing it again. But it wasn't taking anything from, uh, from anything that I was feeling, um, It was like a drug, and unfortunately it was bad. I was lying to her, deceiving her by not telling her uh, from the start that I I wanted to really be a woman. 
I was out of control as far as my spending was concerned and also put a huge that also put a huge strain on our finances. That didn't help because L wanted to have at least a little financial security and I was ripping that into pieces as well. Plain and simple, I was mentally running from myself and my life and I didn't even know where I was going. We didn't have a marital uh, blowout there. These feelings were hidden under smiling faces and ignoring the problem by not talking about them. We had a baby while we were in Germany and that was the best day of my life. I gave him, Paul, his first bath, changed his first diaper, never slept a wink for three straight days. Elle was absolutely fabulous as a new mom. She glowed with pride and happiness. Even though we didn't have, <clears throat> it didn't have uh, blowouts, even though we didn't have a blowout while we were in Germany, I now realize both of our relationship, both our relationship and I were sliding deeper into a very dark pit and was going to hurt both of us. Uh, by the way, if you uh, hear me stumbling with this, it's because I have crappy writing. If you're just joining us and you have not listened to this before, um, any of the other previous four episodes, um, I am horrible with grammar and I'm also horrible with spelling. So it may take me a time and especially with this emotional thing, I'm starting to see more and more errors as I continue on with more emotional stuff. So it might take me a couple of reads through the same sentence in order to be able to get it right because I'm just literally, um, it looks like the way I'm writing, I'm just throwing down a lot of thought. So bear with me as I go through this. It was around October when I started to fill out my paperwork to finish my time in the Army and I was preparing to move back to the States. I wanted to take advantage of the Halloween season by dressing up somehow. I knew it was going to be a difficult thing for Elle, but I was feeling defiant and wanting to do something for myself. I was most certainly, I most certainly felt guilty, a lot of guilt, uh, but I felt like I needed to do something. Our friends invited us to a castle Halloween party, and I could dress up as a court jester. I mean, who's not going to want to go to a, a Halloween party at a castle? I mean, yeah, you have to do that. I shaved my legs and my mustache, put on tights and a little eyeliner and some face makeup uh, for the jester look, and went. And off we went. No one looked at me weird or pointed at me, um, but I was driving Elle away with every step I took. I could see it in her eyes, the way that she talked to me, the distance that I was creating between us, and the way that we she would pull away slightly when I tried to get closer to her. This wasn't just happening at the Halloween party, but every day that went by. Even though I knew all of this was going on, I for some reason felt the need to continue this way or in this direction. I remember thinking so many times, what the hell am I doing? Is this who I'm supposed to be? Where am I going with all this in my life? I want so badly to be normal and happy with my wife, but no matter what I'm doing, I can't quite put things together that way. I felt like such a failure to her, to us, to my son, in my life, about who I was. Things were just really starting to suck so damn bad. Sorry. The confusion that was going on in my mind was and is beyond what I could put into words. Every day was the same thing all day long. I was fighting within myself because I wanted to be a regular guy without all this gender stuff going through my mind 
but at the same time I wanted to be a woman so badly. I became numb from the pain I was feeling both inside myself and about the pain that I was helping to destroy my relationship. Things did not get better between Elle and I. They just grew worse every day. We didn't talk about anything that was going on around us. We just sort of tried to ignore it, all that was going on. Elle never really talked about what was bothering her, so that helped to speed our descent into that dark pit. I figured that she was okay with things since she wasn't talking about it or getting upset on the outside, so I wasn't going to say anything. Even though I knew she was not happy with it and and I pretended to feel that I was not in a bad place because she never really said anything about it. We came back to the States and it took a bit to settle in. We stayed a bit with my mom in Virginia but then moved um, to live... Uh, where the, what the hell am I writing here? We came back to the States to settle in for a little bit. We stayed with my mom in Virginia, but then we moved up to live a bit with her family in Pennsylvania before trying to find a place of our own. There we go. This also did not help our relationship because it was clear to everyone around us that we're not happy and there was trouble between us. Elle and I didn't react to this obvious trouble the way that everyone around us thought we should. So that must have taken that... So that must have taken that as some sort of sign to them that it was all right to tell us how we should all be handling our relationship. I don't even understand where I'm going with that. Okay, hold on. Got it. Okay, so basically what I'm saying is, is that uh, by us not saying anything, it was kind of like them, I was being sarcastic, that it was okay for them to just go ahead and tell us exactly how we're supposed to be treating one another and how we're supposed to be in our relationship. They meant well, and they were concerned about uh, us, but their help did nothing but cause more friction. Being intimate with each other was happening less and less, and the frustration level grew at a rapid pace. I found a low-paying job and started to buy a stash of clothes again. My desire to be a woman became so powerful that I would pray every day to God to turn me into a woman overnight or take me from this earth. Every time I looked at a woman that was in even remotely attractive uh, clothing or outfit, I still found myself looking at them with envious eyes. Even when I looked at Elle, I thought she was so beautiful, sexy, and I wanted to be with her so badly, but I also wanted to be like her anatomically. I wished that I could be like her physically as much as I could. I remember one time having a bit of tension and trying so hard to explain myself without really explaining myself. You know what I mean? I, I finally had enough and I couldn't even take it anymore. I told her in frustration, you don't get it. I want what you have. I want a body like yours. I want to be female. Wow. I think that was the same time that she told me to get out for the very first time. We were still living with her parents at the time, and I thought I was going to die. I literally felt the air leave from my lungs and my eyes widened. Things calmed down some, and we finally got our own place not far from her parents. To add to the misery of it all, I was nursing a money-spending problem with great success by this time, 
and I was ringing up credit card bills on women's clothing or just junk that I would hide until it was found and I would reply, oh, I've had that for a while now. This was a big problem. This was a really awful attempt to confront my problem. Confront, I'm sorry. This was a really awful attempt to confront myself while I was at, in this deep depression. I would go buy little presents to make myself feel better. This was yet another stupid choice that drove Elle and I farther and farther apart. I would also lie about the money situation that it was also heaped into the destroy the relationship wagon. Unlike the Billy Joel song, Moving Out, experience was not as rebellious. Elle had finally had enough. God, I love how I like try to be a little cute with all this. Elle had finally had enough. Ready to explode herself in the many years of keeping everything inside had come to a boiling point. She asked me to move out, and I did. I had hit rock bottom. I thought my life was worth absolutely nothing at this point. I found a little apartment a good ways away from her house, and just being there watching TV until she went to bed. What? Oh my gosh, I don't even know. Hold on a second. <laughs> I don't even know what that sentence was. I thought my life was absolutely worthless. Was absolutely, was worth absolutely nothing at this point. I found a little apartment a good ways away from her house. This made it hard for me to see her. Oh, okay, I totally, all right, sorry. That was me reading. Sorry about that, but you're getting it in the raw. So there you go. Um... I found a little apartment a good ways away from her house. This made it hard for me to see her and my son, but I soon made a routine of going over to her house and just being there watching TV until she went to bed. I did this for two years. I wanted so badly to win her heart. I knew that it was going to be easy, but I wasn't going to be... I knew it was not going to be easy, but I was hanging on to that dream, hoping it might happen. The other spin on this was that I was free to dress as much as I wanted to within the walls of my own place. This was great to a point because I still knew in the back of my mind that if I were to get back with Elle, I would have to give this part of me up for good. I cho I. Let me see. I'm trying to read this because the way it writes or the read that I read it is I choice I was willing to make. Okay, a choice I was willing to make at the time. Anything to have her back in my life. Again, I apologize for how choppy this is. When Elle asked me to leave, I knew I was going to have to tell my mom what was going on. I knew that the subject, that I wanted to be a woman, would come up if she were to call the house and talk to Elle. If she was going to find out, it was going to be for me and not someone else. Okay, well, <laughs> um, okay, so the way that this is written, the way that I read it actually protects L from what really happened. Um, the way it's read, or the way that I wrote it was I picked up the phone and I called her to tell her what was going on uh, with L and I. I beat around the bush for a little bit, but finally came out and told her uh, that I wanted to be a woman. I have gender dysphoria. Okay, so 
the way this happened was Elle told me to get out. She picked up the phone and waved it in my face and told me that I was either going to tell my mom or she was going to tell my mom. One of the two, right then and there. There was a lot of anger before you start like wanting to rip Elle a new, new hairdo or whatever. Uh, there was a lot of anger. There was a lot of stuff going on, as you can tell. And she had had enough. And it wasn't a right thing to tell me, but it was an ultimatum. And it's funny that even when I was writing this, I was protecting her from um, from coming out as being such a bad person. Uh, just yet another image of how much I really love her or loved her. Uh, I do love her still. I just we're not really good at living together. Anyway, I'll go on. There was a little pause on the phone, but she, my mom came back and said that she loves me no matter what. I'm still her child. This was a bit of a calm, but I have to tell you that I was so ripped up from the buildup of telling her to te- build up to tell her I thought I was going to pass out. I mean, when the words finally came out, my breathing became short and shallow. I got tunnel vision really quick, and my head was ringing, and my senses went totally numb. I was so lightheaded I could hardly understand what she was saying after a long pause. I know my mom didn't and probably still doesn't understand what it all meant or what had been going on with me all those years, but it meant a lot to me to know that she was not going to disown me or something like that. I wanted to be a better person for myself because I could not keep living this way. I also hoped that if I became a better person... Elle might want to get back with me. I started to go to gender therapist. I joined a debtors anonymous group and I started working with credit counselors with a credit counseling service. I learned a large amount about myself and I did not like <laughs> I did a lot to clean up my act. I found out that I have a very black and white way of thinking about things. I've also talked about this in a previous episode. It was either all or nothing with me. I cleaned up my financial situation and stopped using credit cards. Now that I had nothing to hide anymore, to L, I stopped lying about things. I was dressing more often while I was at home and became and becoming more in tune with me. I knew I still had a lot of work to do, but I was feeling about better about who I was as a person. I'm still having a problem with thinking in more of a gray area but I was willing to try and I kept working on it. So again, this also goes back to the episode of Living in the Gray. Um, So there you go, there's that. Um, My gender therapist suggested I look into a local transgender group and maybe go out to a meeting. Uh, It took me a while to gain the courage to call the group, but I finally did. I had to meet, not dressed, with one of the board members to see how serious I was about joining. I was told I was too fat and that I should look into purchasing body shaping garments like padded hips, but from classic, uh, oh, hips and butt. So I just put butt without two T's. Uh, Body shaping garments like padded hips and butt from Classic Curves International. Okay, so small endorsement in my bio for Classic Curves International. I don't even know if they're still around anymore, but there you go. Um, when I told them I already had purchased those items, I was more 
or less invited to their next meeting. I was so nervous, uh, but I was looking forward to going. It would be my first time out. I was very excited, so much so that I called my mom and told her that I was going to go. I even asked her what she thought I should wear. It was it was a very wonderful mother-daughter type of feel that it had to it. and I loved it. I wanted to do something big for the event, so I found a salon that would do my leg waxing for me. I went early as I could the Saturday morning before and spent all day there. The waxing was great, and I found it to be a really great way to enjoy smooth legs for longer than one day. I was there so long that I closed the salon. I have hairy legs, unfortunately. I went home, got dressed in my favorite dress, did my makeup, got on a wig, and stopped at the door. I took a few seconds to collect myself. There I was. There was no turning back now. I took a deep breath and opened the door. I made it out to the... Uh, out that night and had a great time. It felt I felt wonderful. I called my mom right after I got home and told her about it. She asked if I liked it or if I would do it again and I certainly said yes, but I never did. That was my only time that I went out during that two and a half years that I was living by myself. I had a conflict at the time that fell into the whole gray area of thinking. I had always thought that there was nothing wrong with me if my end goal was to become a complete woman through SRS surgery. SRS or surgically, um, was it sexual reassignment surgery, uh, which I know it's something completely different now. This was my black and white way of thinking. For my entire life up to this point in time, I always thought that there was something wrong with me if I just dressed. If the people who did just dress or feel in, fell into a category of transvestite or cross-dresser were ill and something was wrong with them, I know that I was completely wrong. It, I know that was a completely wrong way to think. I guess I was using that twisted logic to justify my feelings and my desire to be a woman because I was having problems with any part of this being socially acceptable. So just to put a little bit of, uh, before people start getting upset about um, transvestite, back in that day, as far as I knew, because I had no other con uh, contact with any other transgender group, um, I understand that to be a negative term now, but it was something that was more acceptable, um, I guess. It was acceptable? I have no idea, uh, really, but what I thought it was acceptable um, using those terms, but also at the same time, I am not trying to say, as I said in this, it's not a, there's nothing wrong with someone being a transvestite or a crossdresser, uh, drag queen or anything else like that. But my, like I said, my thinking process was so warped after, oh, 20 plus years or 30 years at this point. Um, it was just so warped that uh, I was trying to find anything that would justify, um, yeah. So, again, I just want to make sure everyone knows I'm not putting anybody down, all right? When I went to the meeting, I uh, met a group of nice people. Everyone was very friendly, but I was caught off guard by the fact that these were all men that enjoyed dressing, and that's it. 
They were heterosexual males that had their wives there in support, which was lovely. They didn't want to be women. They just loved to dress. I was having a really hard time with that or feeling like I was fitting in. And I think that's more of the um, the problem that I was having was feeling like I didn't fit in. So, okay. And with that, I am going to close for this episode. We will pick back up again tomorrow. I hope that you are enjoying this. If you are, please send me uh, any of your comments or questions at questions at tieandhighheels.com. You can also go to my website at tieandhighheels.com. Go to the contact page. Uh, fill out the little form uh, that's there, about three or four fields, and they'll send right to me. Also, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Tie and High Heels. And I would really appreciate if you could go on to iTunes. We are there as well. And give us a review. That's going to help other people in the community be able to find me um, who might be experiencing uh, similar types of things. I really would like to reach out to them as well, uh, or as many people as I possibly can in order to be able to share my story. So I hope you're enjoying this, and I will look forward to uh, doing this again tomorrow. All right. Thank you so much and take care. Bye-bye.